Hey everyone, before we get started today, I want to let you know that we are running a new contest giveaway for another $300 Amazon or Steam gift card. Now to enter, all you have to do is subscribe to the Event Hubs podcast on any podcasting service, and then follow Catalyst and myself, Velociraptor, on Twitter, tweet at either one of us with a screenshot showing that you've subbed, along with a quick note sharing what you like most about our show, and then be sure to include the hashtag EventHubsPodcast so we can easily find you. Now this contest is open to new and already existing subscribers, so just because you've been subbed for a while doesn't mean you can't enter. And it will run from November 20th until December 18th, after which we will announce a winner. This giveaway is restricted to participants in the U.S. only. Street Fighter V is on the verge of some huge moving and shaking as new V-Skills, Gill, and Champion Edition have all been announced. We take a deep dive into all of that, plus have some interesting speculations as to what Capcom may still have up their sleeve for a Capcom Cup reveal next month, all on this week's episode of the Event Hubs Podcast. Perfect Resurrection! All right, welcome back to another episode of the Event Hubs Podcast. I am John Catalyst Gray, and with me as always is John Velociraptor Guerrero. How's it going? I, we have stuff to talk about that's new, and it's not just speculative, and I'm excited for it. Yeah, me too, man. This is uh, So actually, let's, let's get right into it now. We've got Gil. Uh, the character's very hype. Uh, in my opinion, he looks amazing. Like, what are you seeing with him? What were your impressions when he popped up here on Sunday night, and, and everyone was kind of going crazy? So he's one of those characters that I, a lot of the people didn't actually like ask for. Of course, there's always going to be someone asking for any random character. Even Lucia fell into that category, right? But the majority were like, ah, Gil, I'm not so sure about. And we've been hearing rumors that maybe it's him. And people are like, no, I hope it's not him and such. And I really wasn't hot or cold. Ten points. On Gil in the first place. But seeing him and the way that they've designed him and the cool mechanics that they've added to him and what he seems to be bringing to the table with as much as we've seen thus far. I'm excited to see uh, how he plays. I'm excited to take him into the training mode myself, despite him really not being a, a John character. Like the, he's, he's probably going to be the most technical character in the game. And uh, But he looks good. I think he's a pretty good addition. I think he's going to turn some heads, and I think a lot of people are going to explore him. And if he is as... Uh, interesting as he seems to be, and he's he's hopefully he's not overpowered, but he's pretty strong. I think we're going to see some crazy stuff from him that's going to be very entertaining from the, uh, especially from the pro players. Yeah, it's funny that you picked up on that right away too. That I I actually think he's going to be a highly technical character. I mean, I don't know about most technical in the game, but I was looking at him, and and Capcom actually released his health and stun rankings, and they're a thousand apiece. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh 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 crap! This is not an Akuma situation here. Like this is not a character with like greatly reduced you know options on there. Um, um he's got a lot of moves, but then uh, the footage actually came up today because uh, I was super curious again if he was going to have like reduced damage or not. And then this darn site, Event Hubs, posted some footage early this morning, right when I freaking written up my entire podcast segment for today about Gil, and I was able to confirm, yes, he does have reduced damage. Um, he he's not taking off a lot. He 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 hurts you a little bit, but like he's fighting against Bison, and you can tell Bison's doing like I don't know. Um, 
maybe uh, so if Gil is doing like 80% damage, Bison would be doing like 100 of that. Like, you know, uh, so it, it's there's a good reduction on what Gil is hitting you with, but Gil's combos seem like they can go on for a long period of time. And then he has this pretty cool retribution mechanic. And, and, and actually, to, to describe that a little bit, um, I love when Capcom put in the description of this because they say that that Gil's retribution ability, they specifically state that the, the rules get rewritten. And, yeah. and I'm like, what? I'm like, the the rules get rewritten? So basically, you're, you're, you're telling us that you've got Rashid, but uh, unlike Rashid, like, there's a, a whole, like, you know, word that flashes up there that says, hey, I'm going to break the rules now. Like, R- Rashid <laughs> just does it, right? But, like, this character actually warns you the rules are getting broken. So thank you, Capcom, for that. I do it's appreciate chaotic, it. chaotic, neutral, or chaotic. <laughs> I don't know. What it, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> something in there, chart. Yeah, but the word retribution, it, boom, it pops up on the screen. Uh, if you meet the criteria, which is basically, like, you have to land, like, one elemental power and then like hit the other one i don't know if like the v skill has to be involved it's a little bit murky with how like all oh, i know all that stuff i don't know oh, how okay. in depth we want to go about all that because it gets pretty intricate but i, I can i can lay out a, a basic idea of it um and that is that yes he's got both ice powers and he's got fire powers if he hits you with an ex ice move or an ex fire move then that will set a debuff on the opponent the ice one just stops their stun from coming back, or from, from going down, I should say. And then the fire one uh, slowly eats away their life, leaving gray life in its um, in its place, right? That's kind of cool in and of itself. But if he hits you with the opposite element while you are uh, debuffed, so if you're on fire and he hits you with an ice attack, then that attack gains special properties, and that's what retribution is. And now it's different for each attack. Sometimes it's going to give him more advantage so he can combo where he couldn't before. Maybe it's going to give him a hard knockdown with a better Oki situation afterwards. Maybe it's going to give him juggle properties so he can keep things going. And One the, of the examples they give is uh, standing heavy punch being plus 10 on hit. It's a crush counter at that point. Oh right? my it's, gosh. It, it's plus 10 on hit. It's yeah. a Rashid move. What are they doing? No, anyway. <laughs> well, yeah. and that's one of the ways that I think they're they're trying to give Gil his godliness because he's revered as one of the, the hardest bosses um, and most frustrating bosses to fight against in the Street Fighter series. And hey, that's saying something first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And they want to give the character that aura. And I think they're doing a pretty good job from what we've seen thus far. Obviously, we haven't even played with him yet. But they also are doing what they can to balance him with like what you said the reduced damage and then the fact that they still hide his like godly combos perhaps you could say behind this mechanic so you have to do a little bit more to earn them but that's also where the technicality comes in because I mean, the, the rabbit hole goes deep. And I'll just say that depending on the V trigger you're using, he's going to get more um, ability to use his fire or ice moves. And, and it's going to essentially mean that when you're playing as Gil, you're going to have to be aware of, uh, depending on the, the trigger that you're using and the, the point in the match that you're at, what kind of combo goes where and and like like where a combo ends, there's going to be a ton of decisions that you're going to have to be making on the fly at any point while you're hitting your opponent or while you're setting your opponent up to try to hit them. And so he looks like a very, very technical character. Yeah, actually what he reminds me of is G, Like, and, but instead of leveling up, you're trying to hit the opponent with specific conditions to get the retribution factor going, right? And then if mm-hmm. you can do that, I'm sure it opens up all these kind of like 
like circumstantial like combos and all this other stuff. So I imagine that, you know, when I say his damage is reduced, I mean kind of off like his one off, you know, really basic two hit combos and all that kind of stuff. You're not going to be able to do what a bison does with a two hit combo. Very few characters can, you know, like bison's very powerful off those simple combos. Right. Uh, uh, and, and so when you say, yeah, might be the most technical character, I go, yep, I, I, I could see it. You know, I'm, I'm not saying it is, but damn, I could definitely see it. And it's very interesting to make a character like this because one of the other things that's going to make him a little bit kind of deceptively technical is that his animations are not mirrored when he goes from left to right because he has to hit you with either his, you know, cold or fire side appropriately. And so his animations from the left side of the screen and the right side of the screen are different. And, and he actually kind of stands at weird angles and weird things like that. And it's, it's kind of like a, a bit of a technical achievement for Capcom. I don't know how many characters they have that look fairly different like when they're standing like on the opposite sides of the screen basically right it's all about that sagat eye patch it started there yeah yeah and i mean that's like the you know that's the the very beginning of it and and, but you know now it's like gill is like i mean he's like his he kind of looks a little bit you know weird i I certainly would have called janky because gill looks awesome i i mean his we saw the footage today his like hair is like constantly standing save for the floating hair that's distracting but it's not an unforgivable sin you know what you can't (laughs) complain about floating hair mr v Nikali, like, where, where do you get off complaining about that? That hair looks like it makes sense. That hair looks like it's supposed to be doing that. Gil's hair just kind of seems to be floating behind him and it <laughs> levitated, but not going up. I don't know. There, there are weird forces at work, but Gil works in mysterious ways. He's an angel god demon thing, whatever, you know, kind of thing. And that's all the, you know, <laughs> mixed and match kind of stuff. But yeah, he, but he looks fantastic. And so like having, seeing him attack, like with like his, his heavy punch, right? Like it looks very different on the right side of the screen than it looks on the left side and that's going to take some getting used to for for not only the guild player themselves probably they're going to get used to it a lot faster than the opponent is and that's only going to add to the kind of the technical thing with it because like we all look for certain animations to react to uh we are trying to adjust to certain moves and, and all that kind of stuff i'm sure capcom is trying to make the hit and hurt boxes perfectly lined up whether he's on the left or right side of the screen but there could be anomalies in there um mm-hmm. i mean that's kind of the history of street fighter like there usually is capcom Cubs not perfect about this stuff and, and I mean just getting all this stuff to work together it's like ooh wow this character they put some work into this guy this guy is well, not like uh, my my I'm very sorry to the players out here who enjoy her but if you compare him to someone like Falk you can see it's a pretty night and day difference uh, not only for the community's reception but just overall kind of like the effort that was seemingly put into this guy they really did a lot of work to make him work so. yeah and let me hit you with this Let's get into his V-triggers really quick and just the basics of them. One V-trigger buffs his fire moves and um, gives him three additional fire attacks while he's in V-trigger. The other one is similar, but it does that for his ice moves and it gives him two additional ice moves. So now when he goes into one of his two V-triggers, depending on which one the player is using, now the moves that um, have, like say he's using his fire one, even like the, the, the normals that don't normally ignite the other person, they can cause retribution, but they don't normally ignite them, I think can now ignite. And 
so when you are in V trigger, you're going to be causing the debuffs a lot quicker and with a lot more different um, um, paths to the debuffs, right? And then it's like, well, if you pepper in an ice move while you're doing the fire V triggers, like a, a fire V trigger combo, uh, there might be a situation where now you're going to have a retribution situation where you wouldn't otherwise. So you have to learn gill combos, you have to learn gill retribution combos, and the effects of retribution are different for virtually every single one of his moves, and there are a lot of them that cause this. And then you have to learn gill V trigger combos and how those will affect retribution sequences once you have them active. So it's like you have a lot to learn just from out of the gate when you're talking about Gil. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, he he just really seems to be based around this, you know, heavily based around the retribution mechanic. And I'm not sure like how much people are going to go with his V skill two, for example, which is his parry option, right? Like you can, right. it looks like, you know, you're, what you're explaining, you can still activate it, but like his V skill seems so important to his gameplay right now. I mean, again, it's reading it a lot on paper. It's watching a little bit of footage and stuff. Um, but it seems like Capcom almost wants to channel you down kind of specific pathways, not with his V triggers. They seem pretty open-ended, like what you can do with them. Cause they both, you know, can, can pop and activate. Right. But I mean, his V skill really seems to buff that a lot and, and to give that up for preparing i'm i'm wondering if that is like you know going to be uh um you're talking about the comet uh yeah he has a comet the v school uh the v school thing that kind of like drops on you uh, either right. it's an ice ball or a fireball um Depending and on which v trigger you take yeah yeah um uh, even looking over his moves list it's like yeah here's all these variations all these type of things like he's gonna take a while to wrap my brain around so it's a uh, yeah yeah, I right now it's obviously way too early, but like you're saying, his V skill one, he calls down a comet that's either ice or fire, and if it hits you, it, it gives you that debuff appropriately. Um, but uh, that's going to be for space control. I think he can call it down at um, a couple different angles if my memory serves correctly. And you know, you can you can get someone to lock up. Maybe you can uh, knock them down and call down a comet and put them in a weird mix-up situation. His other one is is the parry, and it makes sense for a third strike character to have that. But they kind of did this with Ryu already. Ryu has Mind's Eye. Gil has, um, I don't know, it's just called Blocking. Blocking, it's his, yeah. his parry. Now, Gil has to choose high or low, and, and I'm hearing that, I don't remember off the top of my head, but I, I guess Ryu doesn't have to choose high or low. I think he can just parry outright. Yeah, but, I think so. Yeah. Okay. So Gil has to choose a higher low, so it's already a little different than Ryu's. And I have to assume, because Ryu's V-Skill has been booty butt cheeks, more or less, like relative to a lot of the other ones in the game. Like Ryu's has not been a standout V-Skill that you go, oh yeah, that's integral to the character. And he's that, that's, that's making him so strong, because nothing about Ryu makes him so strong <laughs> at this point, right? But uh, Gil's must have something more to it, because right now it seems like, why would you go for that when you could have... Uh, and, 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 you know, just how parries haven't been amazing in Street Fighter V thus far. They've been okay in certain situations, but often feeling sort of gimmicky compared to being able to control space with a, a downward angled projectile that you can just summon. It's like, I would take that every day. But again, we'll wait until we actually get to play with them before we kind of make too many calls. Yeah, I like that you brought that up because Akuma's parry has been useful in certain situations, but it's a lot of like, you know, V-trigger, or I should say V-reversal counters and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And again, it's those are very circumstantial setups where it's not used all the time. Uh, and, you know, Akuma players have a million tools at their disposal. So is Gil. 
You know, I mean, he, he's a very high tool character. So, I mean, I, I'm I'm thinking that the heavy leaning right now is going to be with V skill one and, and V trigger two, or I should say V skill two is going to take me a little bit to get to, to get used to that. But um, yeah, it's going to be kind of like, oh, there's a couple matchups where this is very useful type thing. Um, but that's kind of what I see so far. But uh, I also want to talk about the return of Gil's seraphic wing. That is his uh, one of his supers here. I hear uh, horror stories about this. Oh this my super. god! Yeah, this is uh, it's his critical art now, uh, and, and that thing was a pain in the butt in Street Fighter Three. Uh, it would do over fifty percent damage in Street Fighter Three and a massive amount of chip. I want to say like twenty five to. 30% chip. I'm hearing a third of your life is what I keep hearing yeah. about this move. Oh, ooh, it was devastating. And, and I imagine it's going to be one of the more damaging supers here in Street Fighter Five, based on that reputation alone. I'm, I'm not sure, you know, I mean, we really need to see it, you know, go out there. But I mean, this, that's what it is known for, right? It's like it's like Zangief's like, you know, a power bomb doing like 10 damage or something. It's like, you can't have that happen, right? Like, so I imagine it's going to be high damage. It looks like it's not as all-encompassing as it used to be because like it would just kind of hit all over the screen. Like right now, it looks like he shoots out like an orb in front of him, like a kind of a, a big, you know, Hadouken. Um, and like if that touches you, like then he goes into the animation and does all that kind of stuff. So it looks like that's how they've like toned it down a little bit and made it not just completely dumb dominating everything on screen could you parry it at least in third strike because that was always the saving grace that even if something was ridiculous you could at least parry it i've heard some parryable in that game you could not do it in that game and again that speaks to him being a boss character that's just like it's sure. oh that uh, it's so he would either do do that or resurrection like the seraphic wing or resurrection and i'm actually the resurrection is a really iconic move for gill and i have to flat out say i'm a little no not not a little disappointed. i'm actually flat out disappointed they didn't incorporate it in some way i don't know how you do it without having another dark phoenix situation so i get that you know they were afraid of it uh they made a joke about it like you know it's not resurrection it's retribution now and i'm like okay okay so i get what they were kind of going for um but man it, it's it's a little bit like ryu not having his hurricane kick like uh, where'd it go? You, you know, know what? Sometimes so, Ryu shouldn't have his hurricane kick, okay? If that's the case, because I do not want Gil <laughs> coming in here. Like, there have been enough problems, and we've made a lot of progress, and I'm very excited to see what the balance changes, and like we've alluded to, these new V skills do for the game as far as making it more uh, intriguing to play, especially at high level. Um, but maybe Gil's resurrection is that he's resurrecting Street Fighter V. How about that? Uh, sure. I mean, it's, it's Like I said, I'm a little disappointed. I'm sure Boss Gil, like when it, and he's going in the game. Like at some point there's going to be, you know, uh, Shadow oh, Gill no. or whatever, whatever. Yes. he's going to resurrect himself, I'm sure. You know, I, I, I would be shocked at the animations and all the other stuff are not in there. And I would also be surprised if Capcom didn't experiment with that and be like, oh, yeah, this is not good. We can't make the game based around this. And, you know, give him 500 health and, like, he resurrects himself after he dies and stuff, which would be kind of cool if you ask me. Like, that would have been a cool way of doing it. But, you know, it's I, I get it. You know, I get not wanting to do that. And, uh, and yeah. I think it's not worth it. It's it's more it's more headache than it's worth. Yeah, so I I, I do want to go back and say that he might be on the the more technical. Uh, he's definitely going to be on the more technical side of things, but there might be another G situation where he has some really brain dead stuff, like those V triggers both being two bars and, and kind of opening stuff up. Like, yeah, you have to juggle this stuff, but the moment you get to V trigger, are you really having to juggle that much? And here's you know maybe. Uh, 
500 damage combo he could do each time with it. He's Gil. He's really powerful. Like, how technical are they going to be? And, you know, that's kind of the, the fear factor here with Street Fighter V is they always have that that kind of dumb V-trigger if the character is good that he can just kind of do over and over again and you can't defend against it. You pretty much have to sit there and hold it. That is what I'm fearful of with Gil. And I really hope that Capcom goes away with that, especially with this character, uh, and pretty much entirely in the entire game. Um, but there it is. You know, as far as balancing the two major crowds that you want to attend to, the competitive and then the more uh, casual, the bells and whistles of Gil are already there. The stage looks amazing. His design is great. It's intriguing in and of itself that he's got these cool ice and fire powers. And hey, you could even set your opponent on fire. I think he's very interesting to watch. And he's a, he's an eye opener, right? He's an attention grabber by himself. So, so far, that's already been checked, that box. Now we're kind of moving over to the, well, here's the, the competitive side of things. And of course, with a boss character, you're going to be particularly wary about this sort of stuff. So... Uh, good job so far on the casual front, and those of us that are more on the competitive front are very much intrigued as well. Um, those answers will come, you know, a couple months after we get the character and we really figure out what he can do and, and if he's got the broken stuff. Uh, and, and I have no idea if it's if it's going to be there or not because sometimes they are with these new characters, sometimes they're not. Maybe it's like one balance patch from now is when he gets his superpowers because that's when uh, Capcom has traditionally, that's what they've done with the DLC. They've like you know released them to somewhat lackluster abilities and then they buff up a handful of them in the next season and they become ridiculous. I don't know what's going to happen with Gil, but uh, I have an open mind. I'm not immediately afraid. I'm not immediately like, oh, that's <laughs> stupid. Why are they doing this AE on thing again? But, uh, but I am very much looking forward to them. Yeah. Uh, and we've said before on the podcast that, that previously, like, there were not characters left, really, that could bring a lot of hype to Street Fighter V. Well, we just found one with Gil. He's an exception. Uh, very stoked about this guy. Quite compelling. You know, quite, and I, I think most of the community is feeling the same way about him. I have, again, not heard a lot of meh you know, or whatever type stuff. It's like most people are very excited about what he's bringing to the table. Helps that he's being backed by the whole CE announcement that Ono said wasn't coming and kind of coming or whatever. But, you know, we'll, we'll save that for another day, I guess. But um, a side thing, because I, I am into the lore of Street Fighter because I'm a moron. But I am really curious what the explanation for Gil being beatable is going to be because again he could resurrect himself he is like a god angel demon thing or whatever he's like the pinnacle of human evolution and like he holds like the street fighter 3 tournament to like you know um uh add people into his illuminati right like that's the whole point is he wants strong people to to come join him or, or whatever the plot is like um i wonder what capcom's explanation is going to be for how come like he can get his butt kicked right um so I, i'm just curious you know it, it's it, there's a lot here with the character I'm, I'm even excited about his story there it is like if you've got me excited about a story you're doing something so i guess man, i don't know uh, it, your words not mine but you said <laughs> something about being a moron and expecting story <laughs> resolution and uh plot points to make sense and connect to each other uh I hope you get what you want. Yep. Christmas is right around the corner, yep. so we'll see. It, it, it's the god. Like they, they, they made him explore like his dark Adele. It's cool. They, they, they had a good story mode for it. No, like, you're right. Sometimes they do yeah. pay attention. You're and right. then sometimes Abigail farts a bunch, and that's the sometimes story water sheep Nikali and <laughs> inexplicably gray hair bison, and yeah, yeah. So um, moving along here, of course, uh, Gil was not the only thing we saw announced. Um, we also know that that new V skills are coming to the game. The game, I should say, game too. Well, why not? Um, this is a great opportunity 
to right a lot of wrongs in Street Fighter V as a brand new move that builds V-Gage has the opportunity to be very powerful for a number of characters. Like, if... I want to set the stage here and actually talk about maybe the best and most functional V skill in the entire game are close enough to it. Like whether whatever you know one you want to put up there, but I think it's Nikali's. Um, yes. There's there's a few others that are that are really strong as well, but his might be the best overall in the game. Uh, it's a super useful tool. It builds him something that's very important to his overall strategy and it fills a gap in his game. He does not have a lot of reach and this gives him an ability to kind of reach across the screen and do something right. Um, a proper V skill adds a move that a player finds very helpful overall, and it's useful in a normal match. Yes, in, in any normal match, not just against characters that have fireballs or something like that. Sorry, Nash players. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So you have to be careful with these as, again, they build more V gauge, and V triggers, as we know, are very dominant and powerful in this game. So the context is important. You can't just give Bison, like, you know, Nikali's, like, V gauge, or Nikali's, like, V skill, and, like, oh, yeah, it's going to be just fine. It's like, oh, my gosh. Now Bison is an absolute beast who's even more strong at, like, everything that he does, and now he can get to V trigger even faster that could like be game breaking right um that has to fit the context of what you're looking at uh and it's clear that capcom has been afraid of some characters v skills in the, pa the past um feeling they could be too powerful um so they left them as rather tame options and a few examples of those are like armika she does her like mic stuff like it's something it doesn't help her a lot you know uh cami um it's okay but like compared to her other options like you really kind of have to go for it like and it's a big commitment and it's not doing a lot for you. It's like, you know, her, her spin knuckle thing. And then like Alex, he, he like warms himself up for, you know, uh, getting a hit, but like he's having to break off his pressure and all that other kind of stuff to get uh, the, you know, I'm warmed up or whatever he does, you know, type thing. Those are, it doesn't really change his gameplay because yeah. he's still fishing for those crush counters and such. And, and, and it, it doesn't, it's not something that he can use except for like if he gets the stun or something, and then he can use that to, to get an extra little bit of damage and build some V meter, but it's not something that he, can actively use to manipulate the other person it's like he does that after the fact after the manipulation has already happened or after the victory has already been gotten the little smaller victory and and yeah you want them to be active intriguing living breathing parts of a character's arsenal and it's probably one of if not the most important parts of their of their regular day-to-day -day arsenal if you will right and a couple other examples of strong v triggers include abuki um, uh, piercing attack or here kitty cat, whatever you want to call that. Um, it's very useful for her in neutral. It sets up so many things for her. Uh, G, it's his orb. Um, that actually gets enhanced with his V trigger one, which is you know maybe broken, but whatever. Uh, his orb is still very useful in a lot of different ways. Um, it's an anti-air. It's a combo ender. It's a bunch of other things. Like it's very it's a projectile absorption. Yeah, it's super <laughs> practical for the character. And then Colleen, um, that's where she lunges forward um, and, and you know hits you like kind of like it's not an overhead, but she kind of swings her fist over like that. But it has a counter hit property where if you try to hit her with it um, while she's doing it, she'll bust through and you know break you up for. It. And then um, it's actually, it can be safe on block. A lot of Colleen players know how to space it like kind of perfectly and whatever, but it's a core part of her gameplay. You typically see Colleen players using that all throughout the match, right? Um, so to me, the rough power level of a V skill attack when it's actually effective is somewhere between a special move and an EX move because of building V gauge. It's not, uh, it's not as, there's a lot of special moves in this game that are kind of like whatever ish, you know, they're solid and stuff. Um, it, uh, 
And then there's most of the EX moves in this game are very good. Like you're, if you've got three bars, if you're spending one of it to do it, usually that EX move is helping you out quite a bit. So that's where the V skills to me, they usually fall in the, between those two extremes when they're good. Like, you know, the Nikali's, the Ibuki's, the Kali's, that, that stuff I just explained. They're right around those two extremes. So now that we have that kind of like barometer set, like then you start looking at giving characters V skills that are that effective at least, right? Because you know that if you give them something less effective than that, we've already seen it in Street Fighter, it's probably not going to be used that much. Like you look at someone like Vegas and it's like, yeah, you can kind of use it, but almost no one ever really does. It's so hard to make it functional and useful. Like it, it's never, you know, applied. And it's just like, okay, well, if you up the power of that and made it a little bit better than a special, you'd probably see people use it, right? You, and so that's that's kind of the barometer I look at. Like, do you agree with that? Yes, I think that the the undertaking of what they did, what Capcom did with the V systems in Street Fighter V is daunting, but has a huge ceiling, a very high potential ceiling. Uh, it's a mechanic that is is universal in the in the sense that everybody has a V skill and a V trigger and a V reversal, but everybody has their own flavor, and it's very much not universal in what they can do compared to like the parry and third strike, right, or the focus attack, and those are a little bit different in Street Fighter IV. So. Trying to balance what a character can do with their big bad super move, which is their V trigger, right? Their god mode, for so to speak, and then and then juxtaposing that against like you know using a V reversal, and then much more so using a V skill to access that big bad god mode is uh, is very difficult. But if you do it well, that's what Street Fighter V is supposed to be as far as this mechanic goes, which is a big part of the game's identity. So this here is, uh, first of all, an impossible task. F balancing fighting games by itself, or that, that idea is clearly very, very hard to do, and it's never been done perfectly, and it probably never will be done perfectly. And then this is like an added layer on top of that. Um, but you've had four years to explore this and, and see what V skills work, which V skills don't. And now you have an opportunity to go back in and tweak this very, very important part of Street Fighter V and its identity. This is a huge opportunity for Capcom. And, uh, and yeah, so this is, this is very important what they do here. Um, I actually have <laughs> three priorities for the new V skills in order of their priority level that I kind of wanted to go over, but I'll do that once. No, 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 that's with... a perfect time because I actually agree with you. That's one of my big points here that I had as well. It's like, this is just a gigantic opportunity uh, to give characters a lot of things they need. And there's uh, multiple ways of doing this, which we'll get into here later, but, but yeah. Mm -hmm. So let me set the stage just very briefly before I get into number one, and that is, uh, and it goes right off of what I was saying, balancing fighting games, is you're not going to be perfect. So keep that in mind and know that you are limited, know that like how difficult this task is and try to be as efficient as possible while still being realistic. What's that mean? Well, you're going to have to give a new V skill to everybody, but not all characters are the same in this particular arena and we freaking know that. So this is an opportunity. This is number one. This is an opportunity for the low tiers. They're, everyone's going to get a new V skill, but if Rashid and Akuma get, you know, don't spend a ton of time focusing on Rashid and Akuma having really awesome new V skills. Spend a ton of time giving Alex something that he can use, giving Nash something that he can use, giving Mika something worthwhile. Uh, develop your lower tiers. 
Okay, because I think that you really need to focus on them. And this is, you know, of course, being part of the identity of Street Fighter V, how the game flows for each of these individual characters. You have maybe the biggest opportunity, even bigger than adding a secondary V trigger to make these characters more viable, make them more fun, make them more intriguing. That's what you want to achieve here. So, um, yes. Can I, I'd like to give a few examples, actually. It's, it's great that you mm-hmm. brought up the low two characters. That's where I was going to go, too. Um, like, for example, it might be something like, what do you give to Alex? And, like, something I would give to him is actually something to help him play neutral a little bit more, where he actually really falls apart a lot in the neutral. He's great when he gets in on you, but, like, some kind of move where he's actually able to, you know, play footsies a little bit better would help him a lot. Um, with Fong, maybe you could give him a V skill, which boosts his poison damage a bit more. Um, you know, yeah. something that we've been seeking for a while with the character. And then, like someone like Zangief, uh, you know, his tier ranking is a little bit, you know, disputed or whatever. But maybe his um, second V skill is his green hand, and he loses yeah. the ability at that point to to do the you know the flex, the absorb, and stuff like that, which is very powerful. That is a very good tool for Zangief. And so now he can give that up to have a forward moving attack that finally gets him a range. And it's like it's having that option now that's covering a lot of gaps that Zangief previously had and now boom he's got a green hand yep yep so a huge opportunity for the low tiers and I think that should be the first priority that's not all this is but I think that should be the first priority given that you're not gonna make suddenly the entire game perfect with the addition of a second v skill across the board but you have uh, a lot that you can do with it so start with the low tiers give the most attention to them that's what i hope capcom is doing with this uh number two the second biggest priority do not by any circumstances over buff the high tiers do not give akuma something ridiculous do not give rashid something ridiculous bison something um being honest here, it's like everyone needs to get one, but as Nikali, and you brought him up earlier, he's got a very good V skill. And we saw this with his V trigger. It was a situation where his V trigger, his V system is very well made, right? Yeah. Um, and and his V uh, uh, trigger really didn't need anything else. He was one of those characters that didn't really need a new V trigger. It worked just fine. It might have been a little bit over OP in some people's uh, opinions, but it wasn't like the worst thing in the world. And what did they end up do? They uh, they gave him basically the same thing in both V triggers. Added a move in each one that you really don't almost ever see. And they called it a day. And while it kind of sucked because, you know, uh, we Nikali players are like, well, I want to see something new and cool. Uh, and we didn't really get that, but it wasn't the end of the world either. And so, I mean, I would go as far as to say that this isn't going to happen. But if they were to go like, oh, well, Nikali actually didn't get a second V skill because, guys, he didn't he didn't need one. That's not what we need here. I would be super OK with that. It's not what's going to happen, but I would be OK with that. Um it's, it's really important that you don't go the other direction with this change and give the top tier something ridiculous uh, just because you have to give them something else. You know, So I'm really uh, hoping that they, they don't go that route because just because they have to give a new V skill to everybody doesn't mean it has to be an OP thing. Right. And I, I want to circle back here and, and mention that we can only judge what we've seen so far, um, but I actually think Ryu is a, a great case to look at right now. Um, everyone was rightfully rightfully very upset when Ryu's secondary visco was initially shown and it looked like a straight up another parry and that's it yeah. right we're like a uh, bunch of people are popping off on twitter going oh geez what come on seriously capcom you gave him another parry why you know and then they jumped in and explained quite a bit more of how it works and now i'm actually excited for this one uh, for Ryu players I, I i play him a little bit but you know 
Um, the best comparison, uh, and we won't know for sure until we get our hands on it and how it works, but the best comparison so far is Colleen's V-Skill, uh, which we brought up as one of the better V-Skills that a lot of people use. Um, it, it Reuse V-Skill 2 does a counter hit from frame 8 to 16, or I, I should say uh, Colleen's, that's how that works. Um, from 8 to 16, I'm sure Reuse will be very similar, where you know, you're about mid-animation with it around frame 8 or so, and if the opponent hits you with it, um, he just pops you again with another attack. Uh, so he also has the initial attack with the V-Skill, right, where he just kind of lunges just forward and if there's no counter hit he doesn't follow up he just pops you with it right yeah. Um, but if that counter hit lands, he can cancel into V trigger and then continue the combo. Colleen cannot cancel her V skill. So this would be something, you know, new uh, to, and a little bit unique for Ryu, right? Um, the devil is going to be heavily in the details here. Like if Ryu is safe on block from some ranges like Colleen is, how much damage does it do, etc. You know, what's the frame data on it? All that kind of stuff. Um, but. Anything that interrupts attacks for a mid-range zoning character can be very strong. We've seen Colleen's V-Skill be very strong for her. Could be the same thing for Ryu. So instead of Capcom trying to buff Ryu's rushdown, this move looks to be effective from about the range you throw heavy punch fireballs. That's good. That means that Capcom is specifically looking at Ryu's kind of zoning ability and maybe trying to find a way to buff that and make him a mid-range zoner again, which is what he is known for in Street Fighter history. And Street Fighter V is not a friendly game for fireballs or zoning. It's looking to be trending that way, which is really good. Uh, we're definitely seeing some signs of that, but... Um, Adding this move specifically to help Ryu in that regard, I am very happy about. I don't know if it's going to turn out, but but I'm I'm happy that the thought process is there. And that's actually my my third point is to uh, my third uh, number three on the priority lists for what these new V skills can potentially uh, achieve is to link the disjointed V systems in a fun, interesting, but not OP way. And so in Ryu's case, he's got his parry that his really isn't all that useful, and it certainly isn't as useful as, like, you know, example, like Nicali's, right? So you're not using that actively. Like, sometimes we use the parry, and a lot of times, like, a gimmickly, gimmicky, like, anti-air that people use and try to surprise people with when they should just be, like, uppercutting, right? But with this move, what it looks like, and if it's as good as we're hoping it is, and if it, it functions the way that we're uh, hoping it does... It might give him one more place in the neutral where he can poke his opponent, right? And therefore, another range where the opponent has to be worried about something. And if that's the, and they're extra worried because not only can he come forward and do this poke, and maybe it's safe, like if it's spaced correctly, like Colleen's, that I think that would be fairly appropriate for what this is. But then also, if it's a counter, they're also sort of like, I don't want to push buttons because if I go at the wrong time and he gets the counter, it's even worse than if he pokes me with it, right? So now they have hesitation from that range. What does that do for the rest of Ryu's game? Right. It allows him to cause hesitation at that range so that he can walk forward into low forward range and access all of that tool because that tool has been uh, very famously in Street Fighter V underwhelming, and that's one of his go-to things. This this move could buff that indirectly because of what it does here and that's what you want to see mainly in the v trigger or in the v system in general you want to see the way that the v skill leads to the v trigger in a fun interesting and intriguing way but it also helps the rest of a character's arsenal rest of their move kit 
uh, if you will, in in ways like you know the example that I just gave. So that would be awesome to see as well. And and all three of these are very important, <laughs> you know. Um, but these are the things that I would want to see happen first and foremost with this change. Yeah, the the complementary move sets, right? They really help you focus on a specific area of your gameplay and let you flourish at that. You know, and it doesn't mean that these characters are locked into these absolute roles and all that kind of stuff. But man, could we use a few more mid range zoners in this game? And we really could use again. We we've talked about him being the poster boy of Street Fighter. Um, he is, you know, it, it's just, and he can't suck. You know, like it, you you got to give people the Ryu they love. That's the huge reason why you play Street Fighter is to play freaking Ryu. Like I don't yes. care who you are and who you main, you probably play a little bit of Ryu. You know, kind of thing. And and to have him be this thing that he is right now is kind of ridiculous like it, it's like give us Ryu back like at least make a mid-tier um and and make him a mid-range zoning character like what we've always loved and known from him and and this is a step in that direction I know it's hard with the meta of Street Fighter 5 uh, it's I I get that but um yeah I, I, I'm, I'm glad to see them trying to do this at least one other thing that I want to, first of all, I have to remind myself of, but I think it's worth reminding the community of too, as we begin to see more and more of these new V skills, especially the top tiers, um, one thing that you have to keep in mind is that even if something looks particularly strong, keep in mind that if the character has chosen this one, that they don't have their other V skill. So we saw Rashid's, which looks like another way of him going off the wall, I think. And, the, and when I see that, I go... Uh, what? But, but when you see that, you go, well, this is also a Rashid that doesn't have his uh, his run, right? That's his V skill, isn't it? Like his, his, his role. forward run. Yeah, it's or, I'm sorry, his role. role. Yeah. Sorry. And it's like, how often do you see the role? How often do you see the role in combo? Yeah. Like he's sacrificing all that. There are some hefty changes to some of the characters, the ones that use their V skill on the regular. What you see with ever or whatever they come out with uh, for Armika, it's like, well, that's going to be the one, <laughs> the go-to one, right? Because you hardly ever see the mic um, outside of like certain situations, and it certainly doesn't play into her main gameplay. But for some of these characters, it's going to be a real choice, and you're going to be sacrificing not only the ability to do the V skill in and of itself but for the characters that use it in the middle of the combo like i don't see what you're going to give akuma that's going to get him to not use his v skill which he uses to cancel and get his his side switch combos and uh and and like you said earlier destroy v reversal sometimes like he uses the crap out of his current v skill in a very very um intertwined way with his current uh, uh, meta and approach so uh what you see here also you have to take into account that they're giving up something to get that yeah, very well said. It's it, that's a, a factor I didn't consider enough with this, and it's a it's a very important distinction to have in mind. Um, and I, I will note that a lot of moves can look terrific on paper, and then just be totally worthless or whatever in practice, and then vice versa. Um, but I'll cite one of the other examples here. Um, we saw with Vega in season two point five and three, uh, the changeless come out and. Everyone was saying, oh my gosh, this character is going to be OP. Um, he is going to be one of the best characters in the game. And like, you know, in season one, Vega was around like mid tier, maybe upper mid, somewhere around there. He wasn't considered great, but there was enough of a fear of him at that point to kind of have, you know, that lingering feeling of like, yeah, this character could be really good. You know, now that we've, we've gone through these other seasons and whatnot with Vega being just complete garbage, like it, that statement's laughable, right? Yes. But when we first saw these, you know, things on paper, people were just going crazy, like literally saying this character could be OP, like 
just way too good what the heck did capcom do you know and it just turned out that it really didn't have that big of an impact so we won't know the real strength of the stuff until we get our hands on it that's you know the real test bed but it's fun to speculate you know we're in there and, and we do generally have some idea like when we saw you know the lack of changes to cami um you know what we saw when they were done to like rashid and a few other characters uh, a few changes to bison we we you know the community and us uh, we correctly predicted kind of like where those characters were going to go you know like it's not a complete you know you know, throw cards up in the air, you know, hope they land on the right side type thing. It's like we have some idea of where stuff is going, but uh, it is also good to reserve full judgment until you get it in your hands. Yeah. Uh, I, I will note here that on, on a bit of a different, uh, you know, way of, of traversing this landscape that I wouldn't be that excited that Capcom is going to fix everyone's problems with V skills this time around. Um, while they've generally been very good in Street Fighter V about giving the majority of moves a purpose and a thought behind them, we've still seen plenty of occasions where a move just falls totally flat or isn't that good enough uh, to keep pace with other characters in this game. Capcom seems unsure of what to do and what tools to give a character sometimes. They, they give them something, but that something doesn't add up to a lot, right? And, and so mm. if you're banking on, oh, you know, like Alex is finally going to have a great V skill and it's going to be awesome and all that kind of stuff... Uh, you're, you're probably going to want to check your expectations. It totally could happen, you know, and that I'm, I'm sure in some cases where a character that's previously sucked before is going to get a great V skill and all of a sudden they're going to be really good. I don't know who it's going to be, I'm, but I'm sure that will happen in a case it's or be two. Jury. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, but I think in some uh, others, people are going to be disappointed when they hear what their V skill finally is. But what I advise for fans of characters to do at those points is, is have discussions with their fellow players and, and they can bring that feedback to us, either, you know, hitting us up on Twitter or elsewhere and showing us what they've come up with. Um, it's really nice to have a consensus, you know, that that it's not just one person's thoughts, right? That, that people have, you know, collectively kind of researched this and this is the changes that they want to see. And they kind of found a common ground. And, and um and, and then uh, bring those changes to us. And, and, and what we'll do is, you know, we'll talk about them here on the podcast. We'll talk about them on the website and other stuff like that. Capcom pays attention to us. I'm not saying that Capcom's like, you know, at my front door right now waiting for me to hand them like, hey, here's the suggested event hubs patch notes. You know, you guys better implement them, you know, stuff <laughs> like that. But um, uh, we do know that they do listen to us. And we have seen like firsthand multiple times like, well, here's the changes we do. And boom, they're in the game. You know, um, uh, that's happened a few times, like with Urian. I think it happened a bit with Rashid. I'm hoping it happens again with Rashid. I did a story, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did a story about secondary V skills like over a year ago, what I'd like to see. And uh, although I did say I wanted to see a fake fireball from Ryu, uh, which I think is what everybody was hoping <laughs> for with this. Um, I, and I haven't looked at the other ones, uh, but I do know that it was for Chun Li, I wanted her. Um, uh, the flip kick, and I think that's what they gave her in this one. And uh, it's happened a couple times with like Nikali hopes for like new V triggers and things like that. Uh, so yeah, it, uh, it's not like you're saying it's not the source, but it's certainly one thing that they do look at, they do consider, and so it's worth putting your voice out there. And, uh, and yeah, yeah, and you could hit it us, uh, hit us up on Twitter uh, and other places. That's a, a good place to, to go. Um, and and we're also all going to be at Capcom Cup, uh, John and I, and then uh, Drinking Stephen is also going to be there. Come up and talk to us. You know, come up and say like, hey, this is what I'm looking at for you know jury. What do you guys think and all that kind of stuff. Like, we're always happy to talk to the fans out there uh, of the site and stuff. And like I said, again, we don't have a direct line to Capcom, but they do hear us. You know, to some degree, and, and we do have a voice in the room, thankfully. Um, so yeah, uh, but I digress. Even if your V school doesn't cover everything you want 
for your you know your favorite characters remember that we're also getting a whole new set of balance changes in december as yes. well and, and these things have to play nice with each other so you know you can't give a character a super powered v skill and then also a ton of buffs in season five and have that work out for the, the game's ecosystem that's just no dice right like we, we don't want to see alex up there as like the next akuma or rashid that's going to suck for everyone right like we want properly balanced characters so just because your character's v skill like you know didn't end up that great again like try to hold on to a little bit of hope that that change list is going to have more hope in there than you might otherwise think and um uh, there are going to be exceptions to that rule. You know, there's some characters that are just kind of destined to be low tier because of their play style. Like, uh, again, I've already said before that grapplers are so robbery based that having them as high tier characters generally is not good for a game's ecosystem. I'm sure there's people out there that disagree with that. But if you look over the history of fighting games, it is pretty rare that a grappler uh, is high tier and then stays that way. Usually most people go, man, this character is robbing the hell out of me. I don't like this. Please change it. And the developers listen to that and change it. And, and it, it's generally worked pretty well. It's like you can win with a grappler. They're very high risk, high reward. That's what they're built upon. And so having them as lower tier and not that strong usually works out for most people's enjoyment of the game. You know what's wonderful about all of this is that it is going to be a huge shift in one way or another. The potential that, or the possibility that Street Fighter V stays just as it is is like virtually zero, right? And with where we are right now as a community, how things are feeling, it, it certainly feels stale, especially, and part of that is because of like, you know, the season four lack of communication and all that. But right now, it's like we're getting the rains after a long drought. Mm -hmm. And and the um, where where it's like we've been left with, I don't even know if there is a future. I don't know what changes are coming in the future. I, I have nothing to even look forward to because maybe, maybe not. But now we have something where we know stuff is going to shift around. We know that there's at least new potential to explore. Worst case scenario, the new potential sucks, even worse than where we've been before. And that might be the case, but maybe not, and probably not. It's probably going to get a little bit better. And that's going to give Street Fighter V a little more life. And I said earlier as a joke, maybe this whole Gil thing is a resurrection for the game. Well, only a little bit of a joke, because... This makes me more enthused to go into 2020 playing Street Fighter V, to one, explore it, and two, uh, more, hopefully more so, uh, have something better to, to uh, have a better experience, a more refined experience overall. And uh, we've talked a handful of times about how much longer it seems this game is going to have to be carrying the baton. This very well might be enough to get it to wherever it needs to be. And that's a really good look because... You know, just a week ago, especially with what Ono said in that Eurogamer interview saying, don't expect an Ultra or Arcade Edition type update. And also, it's just going to be basically this <laughs> basically this uh, new tournament mode that's going to depend on a netcode that people are really upset about in the first place. I was like, oh, no, <laughs> where are we going from here? This gives the game a potential. This is going to it's not going to bring everybody back. But it's going to give a, a new rejuvenation to the scene, and I'm excited for it in a way that I haven't been in quite some time. Yeah, it seems like there's a good amount of buzz here with the community. And I want to just mention, actually, on that note, that tournament mode was something that, that Ona was very excited about, and we got nothing on that at the North America Regional Finals. That's supposed to be a fairly big mode, and now... 
I want to go back to the statement here that, you know, the, the interviewer actually asked Ono, is this a big refresh of Street Fighter V when he's talking about the game? And Ono said, not so much. It's just the addition of this new feature. Uh, well, that's not the case because, you know, we're getting balance updates and other things. But you and I have spoke about this on the podcast and we said, look, you know, Eurogamer's audience doesn't necessarily care about new V skills and balance changes as much as we do in the fighting game community. Not nearly as much. It just it, it's night and day different for those players who are like, OK, Nash got better. Who cares? You know, like, you know, what's what's the big flashy thing, right? Um, so I think Ono was maybe definitely a bit misleading, and maybe there was something lost in translation here. You know, uh, Ono's English is a little dicey, uh, and you know, English to Japanese, it's you know, there's always room for definitely like this nuanced kind of stuff not to completely shine through. But but when I look back to this, and I say. Uh, and I'll quote here, maybe when I say big update, you're imagining the old days of Super and Ultra, uh, you know, alluding to Street Fighter 4 there. Um, and he says that, you know, I think it's a big addition to the game, the tournament mode. But as you've seen, the strategy for this title is to gradually add more features and other stuff, more characters and other things over time. We're obviously getting Gil. We know there's another character on the way. Uh, we're not sure who that is. We've heard rumors of different things. Um, it's His statement here was kind of like, it, it, you could have read it a lot of different ways, in my opinion. I'm interested yeah. that you're going so damn soft on Ono about this, because I have traditionally been the one that's been like, oh, yeah, well, give him the benefit of the doubt, whatever. And, and you're like, that guy's a troll. That guy <laughs> lies to you. And I'm like, he's not going to lie to us. Maybe stuff gets lost in translation. Now you're saying that, and I'm oh. like, the dude flat out lied to us. Like, maybe you're right, but probably not. I think this dude, like, like... Because Street Fighter V's especially recent history has all been leaks and you knew what was coming and Capcom has never been able to do the the turn, you know, the prestige or whatever and do the big reveal at the end because of either their own screw-ups or the leakers or whatever. Um, but this time he finally had it and I think Ono was just like, you guys are not getting this one beforehand. Yep. I am sending you in the polar opposite direction and this is going to land and you guys are going to be stuck struck in awe of, uh, of what we're going to bring to the table. Now, I, he's lost some credibility as far as what he says in my mind and probably a lot of other people's minds because to me, it's pretty unequivocal. He was saying, don't expect champion edition. Don't expect a bunch of crazy stuff. Get You'll get balance changes, but that's probably it. And sure enough, adding a new V skill into the game, like we just talked about how much potential there is there and how much work's going. That, that's not a small thing. I think that this is a, a big time update and it's something that the game absolutely needed. But Ono was just like, I feel like he was saying, don't expect this directly. And then that's what he gave to us. Yeah, it's one of the few times I'm actually in Ono's corner on this one is again, it's again, they, they ask, is this part of a, a big refresh for Street Fighter V? And he says, not so much. And I agree with him. I don't think this is a big refresh for Street Fighter V. I think it is for the FGC, but I think for game in general, I think there's a lot more that got added in arcade edition. You know, like and again, they they talked. Yeah, about there the, were new modes. Yeah, and, such. and then and then even a whole visual overhaul. Arcade edition absolutely was a bigger change. It was a big refresh that. of the game, and I mean they they you know they debuted that trailer with like six new characters or whatever, and it was Sagat, it was Sakura, it was uh, I think G you know showed up in that, or um, it was mm -hmm. you know it was. It was a big deal. Like in this one, I don't see it being the same kind of thing. Again, you're getting you know the the costumes they've already released. So I think that Ono's probably you know pinning down the expectations a little bit more than he has in the past. And I, I think that you know to maybe have it hit harder with the FGC, which is what he should have done. You know, um, so I could kind of see how people think he was. You know, I, I think Ono misleads constantly like i think that's just kind of in his nature uh, um and maybe it's misleading is not the uh, proper terminology maybe he's so 
kind of um, go with the flow with everything that like whatever moment he's in is he's what he's in, you know, and maybe not always thinking like everything through like super well, you know, type stuff Um, because he's so energetic and so passionate. Maybe that's like kind of where he's at. So you can kind of get him caught in the moment a lot of times. So a prisoner of the moment is what it's called. But anyway, um, so yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I was curious, like how you felt and like, yeah, you you made your feelings clear. And there's actually (laughs) been some other staff members um, on our team who have been pretty upset by this. It's just, you know, flat out said like, look, Ono lied. This is bullcrap crap um it's one of the few times i'm defending the guy because i really don't think he was actually trolling here uh i think he was being pretty legitimate for the most part uh, on on what he was saying so well i know that i can't interpret ono for sure. boom how about that like, <laughs> <laughs> um but something i think we really do need to talk about at this point we still have capcom cup and december the big reveal in December, which we know there's something else coming. And Championship Edition, or I'm sorry, Champion Edition, everyone's going to make that mistake a hundred times. Don't you dare get mad at me, listeners. I'm mad already. Champion (laughs) Edition and uh, and Gil and the uh, and, and, and actually the whole new V skill system is not part of Champion Edition technically. But the, all of this package seems like something that would come out at the end of the year as the climax is like, here's the big thing. You're not going to top this for any other kind of reveals. And yet we got all of this in November, mm-hmm. which means something else is coming in December. Now, it could be that they did just kind of blow their load here in November and in December we get the 40th character that we know is coming and that we get like maybe the particulars of the balance patch and uh, something about this new tournament mode which they didn't say anything about in the um, in the reveal uh, th- this last weekend, right? I- I'm almost thinking like maybe that tournament mode was a total lie in the first place that it was just a red herring to get us off the trail of, uh, of Champion Edition and Gil. I don't think that that's the case but maybe we get details there and actually the december reveal is fairly lukewarm compared to this but everyone's happy because the content's out there and they just did it a little out of order to get hype up for capcom cup whatever maybe that's the case but maybe they're still planning on something even bigger yeah in december and maybe oh do you sounds like you have something oh i mean we're getting a new character for sure yeah i mean we're getting a new character it's going to be hard to beat gil at this point i mean um i love your suggestion of of gotetsu because that would be like wow you know out of left field like we've always wanted to see this character much like goken you know here he is um that could be something it's going to be hard to top gil uh and capcom's not really well known for topping character announcements right like they don't just kind of keep going like you know you get like sakura and sagat and then you get falk and you're like oh okay yeah yeah so it's uh I'm, i'm not too hopeful on that end but like the tournament mode ono was very hyped about that and i you and i were both very skeptical but hopeful that that could kind of carry stuff through uh and the fact that we did not get one peep about that and we know that is supposed to be a big deal at least for mono um sure you know like that's something right uh, uh, mm-hmm. it's it's quite interesting and so like what what beyond that could they have well we do know that uh like we're getting the december update it's gonna have the v skill it's gonna have balance but capcom has said like this update might spill over i think into february right because like champion edition actually does not come out until then so there could be something more that they have waiting there and ono did say this you know in the interview and they've said this time and time again that street fighter 5 is a 
continual crawl towards more progress, right? They're never going to stop updating the game until they officially call it good, which is, you know, coming probably in a year or two. But like, maybe there's something that we have no idea coming about in February, um, you know, before they lock down the game. And that's going to be kind of like the last thing that sends us into the Intel you know, World Open and like the Capcom Pro Tour and all this kind of stuff. And that's supposed to last us for that, you know, six or seven months, or I guess it would be more closer to about five months at that point, if they do it in February. Like, I'm a little bit like, I'm, I'm curious, because uh, they they've really have gotten better about spreading out their announcements now. Instead of just having one gigantic, unbelievably huge announcement that, that carries everything for like you know a couple of weeks or whatever, it's like, well, let's let's do a, a big announcement here, like once every three or four months or something around there. Uh, and and so I could kind of see that going down as well. Tell me what you think of this fantasy. November, we get everything. This huge you know champion edition reveal, gill reveal, new V skills. All this other stuff. The, the, the plans are obviously there. Jump into December. You also get the things that we're expecting. Probably the reveal of the, the balance and the, the next character. Uh, and maybe new details on that new mode. But that certainly still isn't, I would argue, as big as what we got here. What if on top of that, Capcom Cup ends and the reveal is a new game? Not Street Fighter, not Street Fighter Six, but a new Marvel, a new Capcom versus something else, and it's a new esports venture for like a secondary pro tour in 2020. Street Fighter Five has everything it needs now. It's got the fully 20, 40 characters, over 200 Chun Li costumes, and a few costumes for other characters too. The character select screen looks balanced. They've got their second V skills, the new V triggers, all these updates and everything. Now the game is good. It's going to get to the Intel World Open and then maybe a new like 0.5 balance patch after that, something like that. But now finally we move over to whatever the next game is, you know, Capcom versus whoever or NBC, something like that. That would be a reveal worthy of the end of Capcom. Oh, yeah. And that would be a reveal bigger than what we got here in November. All right. So I want to back up and say that, like, look, I'm, I'm going to toot our own horn here and say that we called the, the Champion Edition update. And we called it, you know, um, if you look back, I think about six months ago or something like that, we called uh, every 1.8 years they release a new Street Fighter game, right? Like, you know, if it's an update, if it's whatever, it's just what they do. That is their history here. Uh, the history of their verse series is not as well established, right? They went, you know, about 10 years from Marvel 2 to Marvel 3. Um, and, and, you know, then we got ultimate, like in a freaking six month, you know, release after that. And then we got, you know, infinite, like pretty much like when no one expected that to, to happen. And so Marvel is a little bit more difficult to predict. And there's a lot more red tape. With yes, Marvel. exactly. So, uh, since infinite just kind of snuck up on everyone and yeah, it did leak a little bit before it happens. Um, but the fact that it was dead quiet and then it's out there. I would not be shocked if they did it. And one of the reasons why, one of the reasons why is because the next generation consoles are rumored to be so heavily backwards compatible. It is, uh, it is a huge, huge, huge marketing thing that both Microsoft and Sony are putting out there that, you know, um, this is what they're saying. And the reality is usually quite a bit different than this or a bit different, I should say, but they're saying full freaking backwards compatibility. Like you are just going to be, it's like you pop in your you know, disc, you're good to go. Uh, no worries about it whatsoever. All this kind of stuff. Uh, we'll see. You know, it's, I know the architecture of what they're running on. Um, some games might need some patches or whatever and stuff. Uh, but because of that, 
the 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 console lines the the console generation lines are getting a little bit blurred here and it might make more sense for capcom to put out another marvel game at this point in time uh to to get that going especially with dragon ball fighters kind of falling off a little bit um and kind of hit that that market here um they have not been opposed to doing so you actually did a story about this uh, not that long ago where you talked about where capcom would release their fighting games and sometimes they would do it towards the ends of a console uh console's lifespan kind of irregardless if a new one was coming or not because it, it would work so so don't expect it don't go in saying oh i wonder what the new marvel game is going to be or maybe it's not a marvel game maybe it's something else but don't be incredibly surprised if that happens mm. because as i'm looking at stuff it seems like the stars are fairly aligned and i don't have all of the picture of course all the stuff that's going on behind the scenes at capcom i'm not privy to but that could be that would be i think best case scenario because of how hard capcom's going in on esports street fighter 5 they finally got it up and running and i think you can put this game on something of an autopilot and the community will be okay with that now and they've said about as much like we're not going to touch the game for a while now well hey if they're not touching the game for a while, maybe that's because they're putting all hands on deck on a different deck, mm. and uh, and maybe that different deck is developing another game. Yeah, I mean, uh, we've we've heard enough rumors to know it's coming at some point, and I mean, the odds of them not touching Marvel versus Capcom again, unless Marvel says no dice, um, I think are nil. You know, like they're 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 going to do another game. They have to do another game. It's very successful for them. Even with Marvel Infinite, Capcom actually wanted to keep updating the game, but Marvel told them, "Hey, look, no." it ain't happening like this you made our characters look like they're on meth or your own characters look like they're on meth like we're good you know uh that's not a verbatim quote but i'm also no offense to meth heads i don't want to offend anybody yeah yeah definitely don't want to offend those they'll come kill me but anyway um anyway um yeah it's capcom wanted to keep doing infinite even with all the warts and problems on that game they wanted to keep doing it and it just the the plug the plug got pulled from them so it's you, you, it's gonna happen. It's gonna have. It's just a matter of when. And I don't know if now is the right time. But uh, if we're talking about Street Fighter Five, like the announcement for Street Fighter Six, the timeline that you and I have talked about is at next year's Capcom Cup. So mm-hmm. if they're not going to do a Marvel right now, like when are they going to do it? And so there's a little bit of like the timing is kind of right. Um, we know Peter Rosas, a uh, combo fiend is at uh, Marvel. Um, we know that the Marvel people are still very big fans of Capcom overall. And they've got a number of big fans that work there. Um, if you've got the talent to do it and the, the team to do it, well, maybe this is something that can happen. So I definitely... I wasn't thinking it was likely until you started talking to me about it. And, you know, I'm not saying it's likely now, but I'm definitely more open to it happening because Marvel announcements seem to sneak up on everyone. Like, they, you just you really don't see them coming. So, You and Steven are going to make me write a story about this. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Great idea. Get ready for the text version, guys. It's on its way. <laughs> um, so uh, moving along here real quick, uh, just to wrap us up, uh, I, I wanted to say that, that Capcom's announcement over the weekend, and we, and we mentioned this before, uh, it worked out really well. The stream viewership was high. Uh, their big push right now as a company is eSports, and saving their, their big announcement almost entirely for the tournament, uh, it got people to tune in. 
you know, there's actually quite a few people tuning in. Um, I had them around 30,000 people watching on Twitch alone uh, when I looked, and then about 40,000 across all the platforms that they were on. Uh, and that's, you know, that's a bit of a rough number. You know, don't take it to the bank or anything like that. Um, but uh, Capcom is known for also being on YouTube, Mixer, OpenREC. Uh, and then they actually just added a brand new stream platform uh, recently on Steam, like the the PC games platform. Like you can literally watch on the Steam platform now. It's actually pretty damn cool. Um, even uh, shockingly enough, actually, at this point, I would not be shocked if they, they have a stream viewer option in Street Fighter Six. Like even in Street Fighter Five, I could see it. But like, I mean, you know, like why not have like a Twitch thing like built into you know your your product so people could just like click a button and boom, they're watching the tournament, right? Um, like I could see all this stuff coming. Like that's how big of a, a push esports is for them. And and so all throughout the weekend, the numbers are solid. Uh, nothing leaked out. All that kind of stuff. Not really. Kind of leaked a little bit. Not really. Um, and uh, there might even be other platforms uh, out there that I have not found yet. Like, I don't know, like, where they stream at in China, for example. Um, so if you're comparing Capcom's, like, Twitch numbers, like, and you go, oh, 40,000 streams, like, you know, I saw Smash at 60 or whatever. Well, it may not be exactly a one-to-one thing because they stream everywhere. And, and that is a huge part of their philosophy. And they want to get their feed out there in front of as many people as possible. And that means getting on as many platforms as possible in most cases. Why restrict yourself? Uh, ha ha. Uh, Street Fighter Five only being on Sony councils. But whatever. That's not the point. We're talking about esports. Um, but well, I also hear that they have a huge following in the uh, the bot community. So that's getting those numbers up. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Red Bull now, huh? Okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard, I've, I've had some side conversations with some... Uh, shall we say, like conspiracy theorist types that are that said something along those lines. I'm not necessarily convinced that, that I haven't done a ton of research, but uh, it felt like a good place for the joke, gotcha. whether gotcha. it be true or not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but regardless, not having a massive leak was nice to see. Uh, and that means a lot of people tuned in to watch the competitions and then to see the reveals. And I think it worked out pretty well in their favor. So again, considering esports is such a big push for them, Tying the marketing and hype of these reveals into their events makes a lot of sense. And if they can continue to keep the lid on things until they're actually revealed, I think it's going to work out pretty well for them. Because there's just all these people that will tune into your event and whatnot to see what the big reveals are. And, and you know, if they're not leaking in advance, it's like, oh, boom, you know, it's it's a nice marketing opportunity for them. And it looks like it paid off. You know, uh, 40,000 people is nothing to sneeze at. So I'm, I can tell you this. I like to do the more raw reactions. I play by feel. I experience Street Fighter and Capcom, <laughs> I guess, by feel. Uh, and certainly break it down with the more, you know, technical stuff. But uh, also the police are coming to my house right now. So, uh, no. But, uh, they didn't like I that joke, dude. No, that- <laughs> I guess not. Uh, but anyways, I, I, I'll tell you this. Um, before I'm hauled all the way here, uh, I think that Street Fighter is in a better place than it was, uh, like, you know, before the weekend in a very significant way and uh and that's coming from someone that that reads all of this more through their their feelings i think than other things um and that's where my gut is right now i am more excited for the future of street fighter 5 than i think i have been all year with the doing things differently and even after like the the triple release at evo and such that was kind of like a blip on the radar as far as hype and it it it, it certainly served its purposes and it, it it was a good thing but this is back to a place where I'm like, I can have some faith in Street Fighter V. I can have some faith in what Capcom's doing. Um, and I'm I'm super down now like with whatever they're doing with the Intel World Open and what they want to do with esports because I feel like they're acknowledging me as a competitor as well, um, my competitive side of things, I should say. And so I think that's a really good thing. Nice. I agree. 
I agree. So um, last segment here, uh, I did want to mention that uh, Spearsy30 reached out to us actually and asked us a question. I wanted to address it. Are you guys releasing the podcast today? Yes, we are. It's Wednesday. We're definitely putting it up. Uh, but two, uh, do you think that a Critical Art 2 is going to be announced at Capcom Cup? And uh, I wanted to actually swing this back over to you. Uh, I'll have you start. Do we, do you think we're getting a Critical Art 2 at the at the the show? Um. I have no reason to believe that. I mean, it could. I don't see why. I, I think the V-Skill thing is a huge... For the reasons we laid out earlier, the roots of V-Skill and, and additional V-Skills go a lot deeper and have a lot greater of an impact than the roots of a new critical art will. That's not to say that a new critical art wouldn't do that. Um, but I, I think that that's a lot more in the way of, of Flash... And, uh, you know, you use critical arts much less often, less often than you do V skills, for example, at least you should with most characters. Um, so I, I'm going to say probably not. And hopefully not actually I go. And I know a lot of people want secondary critical arts. That's fine. Um, it, it wouldn't be a bad thing if it happened, but I'm just like, man, with what, <laughs> with what we've got from Capcom, I'm just hoping for the basics and this is this is great what we have. I'm not asking for any more. I'm like, hey, you forgot the sprinkles on my Sunday. Nope, that's totally fine. I'm super happy to have the Sunday, man. So uh, that's kind of where I stand. I wouldn't guess it. I'm more along the lines of I think that they're going to release icy hot ad ads for uh, because Gil's coming out. So if everyone could have an icy hot you know, on their back or whatever, just like kind of look like one of those ironed on stickers like last year. I think that'd be cool. But uh, but no, I'm going to say probably not. But hey, if they do. Cool. Yeah, I, I I look at the critical arts in the game right now, and I generally think they serve the purpose they need to. Uh, as you mentioned, it's kind of like you know the sprinkles on the ice cream. It's like you don't really need it. It's kind of fun, you know, but it's not adding enough to it. I'm much more excited about you know gameplay balance and the, the V skills and all that kind of stuff. Um, I could see it, and I definitely think that holds more appeal for more um, uh, people who are kind of approaching the game from a fresh point of view. Like, hey, you know, do you know that Ryu's got a super shuriken, you know, uppercut? critical art now you know that, that that holds appeal for a number of people but uh for me i don't think we'll see it um i think it's kind of like a um i don't know if we'll ever see that in the game because i think that the critical arts that are there they kind of serve the purpose they need to and if you're going to add something more i think you would go with like another v skill like a v skill 3 or a v trigger 3 i think those things would add more variety to the game um and and, and kind of give people more of the choices they're looking for than another set of critical arts so Yep. All right, you guys. Well, that's going to wrap us up for this week of the Event Hubs podcast. Once again, uh, thank you all so much for listening. We're sorry we didn't do emergency podcast. Uh, we had so much stuff to get to on the website, like we wanted to get to it first. But you know, if if you guys are really interested in all that kind of stuff, like make sure you tell your friends to subscribe. Uh, you know, we've got a great contest running right now. That's a great way to get in there. Uh, and uh, you know, hey, freaking win some money, right? Win some cash and stuff while, while listening to our podcast. It's a great way of doing it. Um, but you know, tell your friends, have them subscribe. That is like the best way right now that you can help us grow. And, and you know get the word out there and, and that you know when we do grow a little bit we definitely can get you know more of the emergency pods up there maybe record more often once a week and stuff like that it's something we want to do it's just like a little bit time constraints and financial constraints on doing that so uh but the more we grow the more we can do that stuff for sure you could buy 10 champion editions for your friends if you win this contest guys <laughs> so that's what's on the line here so just keep that in mind or some icy hot or something like that so yeah <laughs> <All right. laughs> icy hot give us free stuff all right y'all right, once again thank you for listening and we'll see you soon welcome to your death ah <laughs>